everyone, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. I love it. I just love it. <laughs> it's so campy and beautiful. I love being campy and beautiful. <laughs> that was lovely. Oh, thank you. I slow clap to that. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, welcome to our weekly podcast. We watch and discuss romantic comedies through the ages, as Ashley says. I love saying that. I know. <laughs> and our quest, you also say that, <laughs> our quest is to learn about this misunderstood genre, the genre so often called chick flicks. Ugh. No, Ugh. but we're here having a slumber party, and you are welcome to join us with popcorn. Ooh. Yes, please do. We're hungry. <laughs> Please, Please share us this popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have some candy? Throw it down the hole. Jeez. Normally, like, our mission was to watch all of the uh, romantic comedy genre lists that's on Netflix. If you go to Netflix, there are genre lists, and one of them is a huge list of romantic comedies. But that list got incredibly shorter. Yeah. So we are jazzing things up with some essentials, as we have been most of the 80s, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. 80s were... Big time for rom-coms. Very big time. Yeah. They really took off. So today we're watching, like, the most essential of essentials. Number one on most of the lists. Everywhere. Everywhere. Please tell us. Ashley! (laughs) Today we're watching 1989's When Harry Met Sally. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! (laughs) And I just can't hide it. So... If you are one of those humans in the world that has never seen When Harry Met Sally, I'm going to tell you about it. And what is wrong with you? Justine will judge you fiercely. Fiercely! As she does every time I have to bring up that I have not seen West Side Story. (laughs) Or High Fidelity, as I've just learned previously. Gosh. That's why we're here. You know, I haven't seen a lot of movies. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. No judgment. Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone? Judgment-free zone. Okay. Okay, continue, please. (laughs) The description on dvd.com slash Netflix says this. Nora Ephron's episodic screenplay introduces womanizing neurotic Harry and ambitious, equally neurotic Sally as chums who resist sexual attraction to maintain their friendship. A relationship that's always teetering on the brink of love. That is, that is not what this movie is about. No. Not really. No. There, no. 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 This so- That sounds a lot like that uh, Patrick Dempsey movie where he has to go to Scotland and throw a pole. This sounds like one of those, like, um, Friends with Benefits movies. Yeah, that's like that movie. They are not, like, resisting sexual attraction to maintain their friendship. It's just like... He hits on her, then they decide to be friends, and then they're friends for years. They have this wonderful friendship. Yeah. And that's where their relationship is built off of. God, Netflix. It's like about meeting someone at the wrong time. Yeah. That's what I think it's about. Yeah, I can see that. That fits much better than they maintain or they resist. So this movie stars the wonderful and incomparable Billy Crystal. Ooh-ooh. Meg Ryan. Yay, we get our first Meg Ryan. She'll be back a lot. Especially with Tom Hanks. Ugh, we love her with Tom Hanks. But Princess Leia herself is in this. General Leia. Oh, sorry. We are post Force Awakens generation now. Upgrade. Yeah. 
General Leia, Miss Carrie Fisher herself. Carrie Fisher. I love, I have discussed this with my co-worker Matt Porter, how Carrie Fisher plays, like, everybody's best friend in the 80s. Yeah. She's in so many movies as, like, the best friend. Drop Dead Fred. Oh my god, she, that is her in Drop Dead Fred. That's the movie I was thinking of, is, like, there was that movie where she was in that houseboat, and she was talking about how her boyfriend could have sex all night. Yep. Yep, that is Drop Dead Fred. Oh, I loved that movie. Ah, and she's in something else. I can't think of it right now, but she's the best friend in that, too. Oh, and her Twitter. She is one of the best. She, like, gives no, she's, like, reached her old lady status where she gives no fucks. Oh, yeah. We gotta follow her on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Beautiful woman. Um, this was also directed by the director of The Princess Bride, Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. This is another rated R movie. Super excited about that. Love rated R movies. This is an hour and 36 minutes long, and it's rated four stars on DVD.com slash Netflix. You know, while it says it's it's directed by Rob Reiner, it was really a collaboration of Rob Reiner and Nora Ephron. Oh, I believe that 100%. It's like she brought the female influence, he brought the guy influence, and you could really see how balanced the movie is because of that. I love that. She did that with a lot of her movies, though, didn't she? Nora yeah. Ephron? Nora Ephron is the greatest. Well, she was on set, too. Like, mm-hmm. almost every movie that she wrote, she was on set for. Which is very... If you don't know, it's actually very rare for the writer to be on set. Yeah, they don't want them there. Yeah. So, this movie has had a lot of awards no- uh, nominations. So, I'm going... Bear with me as I go through this wonderful journey of the awards. So, at the 1990 BAFTAs... This movie was nominated for Best Film. It did not win. Um, At the 1990 Golden Globe Awards, it was nominated for Best Director in a Motion Picture. It was nominated for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Musical Comedy with Billy Crystal. It was also nominated for Best Actress in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy for Meg Ryan. And at the 1990 Academy Awards, Nora Ephron was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. She should have won... Oh, it lost to Dead Poet Society. Oh, you can't be mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's much more of an Oscar movie than When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, but the fact that she was nominated is a big deal. Yeah. When you compare it to, like, the rest of the course of history. Also, in the same category, Woody Allen, Spike Lee, and Steven Soderbergh. Best original song, Under the Sea. <laughs> of course. I can sing the whole song. Adventures of Baron Munchausen was also nominated for Best Makeup. Man, this was a great year for Oscars. 89 was a good year for movies. Amazing. And Back to the Future Part 3. Best Visual Effects, you know, category. The Abyss, Baron Munchausen, Back to the Future. I'm like, where am I? Because this is the best. And Akira Kurosawa received an honorary award. Oh, good. For awesomeness. Cool. Ugh. Ugh. I wish, I wish the times were still good. Okay, we're running out of time. Yeah. So we're ready to go watch this classic, not just romantic comedy, but great film. Yeah, great relationship movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. 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 Oh, God. Oh. Yes. 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 Yes! 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 Yes!
I'll have what she's having. Perfect. <laughs> Warning, parental discretion <laughs> is advised. <laughs> I thought that's what our explicit thing was for. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast ain't for kids. Nope. If you can't watch an R-rated movie, you can't listen to our podcast. We just watched When Harry Met Sally, which is an R-rated movie, but fun for the whole family. <laughs> for mom and dad. Yeah. So that that was a scene that's famous. That's a scene you've probably seen. Yeah. If you're a human. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a spider monkey. You may have still seen it. may have seen it. (laughs) Yeah. You never know. Somebody could be at the zoo or on safari. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ain't got the phone. Yeah. (laughs) They really want to watch that scene. They really wanted to see Meg Ryan fake an orgasm. Yep. This is a beautiful film. Yes. See this movie if you haven't seen this movie, because it's a perfect movie. Like, if you want to study textbook perfect movies, here you go. Read the script. I don't know. Just... Watch just it. Just imbue Nora Ephron. Yes. Into your soul and let her sit there. Cry because you'll never make a movie this good. Well, you know, they reach perfection. In 89. In oh, 89. that's when I was born. Yes, we all reach perfection in 89. Because <laughs> the little sunshine came into our lives. And then my mother had two more after me. What was she thinking? <laughs> she was trying to achieve this level of perfection all over nope, again. <laughs> can't do it. Just like when Harry met Sally, you can't duplicate the greatness. <laughs> uh, it's from NGM. Ashley, would you like to explain the little, like, elderly couple interstitials that are peppered throughout this movie? They're um, relationship stories about how they these couples met for the first time um these couples have been together for 50 to 60 years long like that long and so they're talking about how they met and you see a lot of different types of couples and they're really old and really cute i think my favorite one was the the guy who um was married three times but yet he was married to the same woman twice and you didn't know that until the end when she's just like and we've been married for 35 years since the first time (laughs) what do you think twofold what do you think the purpose of this was story-wise and editorial wise i think it's to kind of show that everyone meets their like true love true love true love (laughs) in such like happenstancy or weird ways and that we all shouldn't like criticize our like the way that we meet people and like true love at first sight doesn't necessarily exist in a fashion editorial wise i think it was nice to kind of break up it gave a nice transition into each stage of their relationship kind of way instead of just sticking with the title cards of this is five years later this is five months later this is such and such months later it gave a really nice like interlude kind of thing for you to just be like oh look at the cute little old people palette cleanser yeah and then i liked how they tied it in at the end where it was you got to hear like harry and sally talk about tying the bow on their relationship or whatever you want to call it i like to joke in that This is, like, how Drew and I met. We met each other, 
like three times, like separately three times before we came together mm-hmm. over the years. That's cute. Well, months. <laughs> yeah, because like we met each other, I don't know what year it was, but it was like at a ho- Halloween at, at the school mm-hmm. um, because his uh, shadow cast was doing the Rocky Horror there mm-hmm. and he's one of the lighting guys on it. Um, and he knew somebody I knew, so, like, it was like a, hello. (laughs) Hello. How are you? Uh, Yeah, and then (sighs) in the summer, we met on set, um, and then again, hello, nice to meet you. (laughs) That's how we met. You and I? Yeah. Do you remember? What was the first time we met? We met on set. I remember us meeting on set. And I had to drive, and it was pouring down rain, and we were all the way out in, like, the suburbs of Chicago, and we we found out, or I found out, because I had met Drew first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I gotta figure out how to get home in the pouring down rain. He's like, oh, well, where do you live? Because you know Drew, he's all up and yeah. happy. And I was like, oh, I live uh, over by the, by Wrigley Field. And he's like, oh, we live over there, too. And we ended up realizing we live on the exact same street, just yep. further down. <laughs> and then that's when I met you. Because uh, Drew made the comment when I started putting on my coat and my hat that we looked very similar. Yes. <laughs> Ashley and I was love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you ever said to me was, oh my god, it's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> that is the first thing I said to you. It was weird, though. Like, we had the same type of everything, yeah. but like slightly different. And, like, the same color hair. Yeah, my hair was uh, red at that time. And so was mine. <laughs> yeah. It was very weird. And I was just like, whoa, it's like tiny me. <laughs> Am I about to get killed? <laughs> because here is my replacement. I'm worried. But I think it's so funny that we didn't, we were on set for a good 14 hours that day. And you were... I feel like we've been, we were on set for, like, two days. No, maybe it was just one day. I thought I was just there one, but maybe it wasn't. I, I, don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> but, yeah, we were, <laughs> we were there, and we never met each other until the very end. Yeah. Well, and then I interned for you, sort of. But then we met again on hat boxes. I was there as the data wrangler, and you were going to do the AE stuff on your own, and then something happened, because Etta came to me and was just like, Justine says she needs you to do the AE work now, too. Yes, that's how you and I met, and Drew and I met, and you met Drew. And then I met Sam via the internet first. <laughs> in real life, I've already told that story of how we met in a bar. Yeah. But on the we met on the internet because I needed somebody to do, like, comic book graphics. Oh. I met Jimmy on the internet, and he, I had him be an actor in my Production One film. Oh, that's so cute. And then we live together. <laughs> Speaking of Chicago. This movie starts in Chicago. This movie starts in Chicago in the University of Sh- Illinois. Illinois. It's not UIC. It's University of Illinois, Chicago. You, yeah. No, that's UIC. I thought it was University of Illinois, Chicago. That's what they said. Or is it the University of Chicago? Oh, I don't remember which one's UIC, but it's not UIC. So it's University of Chicago. All the geography of this beginning part irks me because it's just like... <laughs> We're going north. And it's like, guys, <laughs> you're on Lakeshore Drive. New York is that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Sorry. <laughs> Where are you going now? <laughs> the other direction. You were already on- I think it's because they were already on the south side, and they just wanted to drive by the skyline. Yeah. Well, if you're in Chicago, why not? Guys. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're going the wrong way. University of Chicago. What did I say? Okay, it is University of Chicago. We've just established that it's University of Chicago. We are clearing up the confusion. (laughs) No, I want to confuse it more. What did I confuse it for? (laughs) University of Chicago, where Jimmy did not go. (laughs) You went to UIC. Oh. (laughs) We're all confused. Although, I think I've been to University of Chicago to film there. Is it the campus that looks like uh hogwarts yeah i've been there and it's amazing it is exact replica of hogwarts like the hogwarts in england yeah i've never been i've been past it though oh man just i walked inside it's like whatever their study hall and i was like (gasps) i'm in the great hall oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and i i had people take pictures of me i stood in front of the fireplace like with all these students like trying to study (laughs) and i'm like Like, fuck all you students. I don't care. I'm in Hogwarts. They didn't care. Nobody even looked at me or anything. I was just like, I'm in Hogwarts. The end. Hogwarts really exists in Chicago. Yes. (gasps) Maybe you were at the American version of Hogwarts. True. Okay, so Chicago, it's 1977. Not quite the birth of punk, but kind of the birth of punk. I don't know. All I could think about was Billy Crystal's hair. It's pretty much the birth of punk punk and the yeah. end of disco we've discussed on the podcast before if disco and punk intersected ever fought each other <laughs> like in gang wars i think you wanted to see that as a movie as i recall i really do actually i, I vaguely remember this and yes i really want <laughs> like because <laughs> you know they have those movies like Scott Pilgrim that did techno versus rock mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Like I want a movie about disco versus punk. I want to see the punk kids go against freaking John Travolta. Okay. You know they're all wearing platform shoes. <laughs> they are, and tiny skirts. I'm I'm glad I brought that back up <laughs> into life. The point is that. Harry and Sally have to drive from Chicago to New York. They just graduated college, and he's catching a ride, as people did back in the trusting old days. So Those days are no more. Yeah. Harry is saying goodbye to his girlfriend. He meets Sally. Harry is an obnoxious guy. Sally is a very uptight gal. We, we realized this through body language, which is really nice. Yeah. Like, you didn't get it through dialogue. You didn't hear... Her friend Amanda say, oh, Sally is such an uptight girl. No, yeah, and you get, like, right away that Harry's <laughs> yeah. obnoxious because yeah. he, like, turns around, like, to get something in the back seat and his butt's in her face. Yeah. And then he's, like... Eating ch- grapes. Yeah, <laughs> chomping on grapes. So he's, like, tell me the story of your life. And she's, like, nothing's happened to me yet. <laughs> so I'm moving to New York. She was becoming a journalist. We don't know what he's becoming or wants to become. Well, doesn't he just become a research analyst or something like that? What? What? Something. I never really know what Harry does. I thought it was sports. Maybe it was sports related. Also, Harry is a depressing guy and she's a very cheery gal. So already opposites. Major opposites. Yeah, he's a realist and she's a dreamer. Mm-hmm. They start out arguing about Casablanca. 
They argue about a lot of things, but I'm hitting yeah. all the important notes here. Well, because especially because Casablanca is referenced later on. That's right. That's why it's important. He says that she is wrong about the ending because she hasn't had great sex yet. And she's like, I so have. His name was Sheldon. Sheldon the Wonderslong. <laughs> I love that he said that. Yeah. We also kind of learned that Sally is, like, very OCD particular about what she orders and what she eats. Like, she yeah. orders this pie a la mode on the side, whip, no whip, you know, this whole thing. She has very specific details. Yeah, so Harry wants to know why did her and Sheldon break up? And they broke up because of the days of the week underpants. Because there was no Sunday. Because of God. <laughs> Sunday you're supposed to be naked. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Harry's like, you did not have great sex with Sheldon. Nope. No, nope. Not at all. No. Then Harry attempts to pick up Sally. He's sitting there after eating and it's just like, you're a very attractive woman. And she's like, excuse me? He's like, oh, just saying, you're very attractive. And she's like, are you, like, hitting on me? Are you trying to pick me up? No. He's like, no, why not? I don't know why, like, she made as, I mean, I get why, because it's her character, but she made a huge deal out of it. Well, it's because he's going with Amanda, who's her friend. That's true. But, like, you can say somebody is attractive without them getting mad. Now, if you're, like, But she's uptight. I have a problem with it when, because I used to have, I used to do a, be a, a salesperson. Oh, really? Like, it, it Actually, was like six months of my life of that I hated. And there was one week where I counted and got hit on by ten guys. Different guys. One of them followed me around the store. Oh, you did tell me this. Yes. I don't, I, I think there is a time and a place to be hit on, I don't like it when I'm working. That is inappropriate, and just because somebody is nice to you because they work on commission doesn't mean that they want you to give out their number or that they want to date you or have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that you can touch them. Mm-hmm. Or follow them around. Mm-hmm. So, like, for this, it would make me uncomfortable like she would be, but I feel like I wouldn't get as angry. Yeah. Because, I mean, it would be nice to say, to hear someone say, oh, you're attractive. Thank you. I yeah. I that quite nice. Thanks. Um, so she, she just says, okay, just forget, just let it lie. <laughs> you can't let it lie, it's already out there. Yeah, like, what? Huh? Great, great lines, great dialogue. Oh, such good dialogue. Brilliant writing. Everything, every line, seriously, is a quotable. Mm-hmm. Not only is it all quotable, it's all very... It's like one of those movies where you wish this is the way people talked. Mm. Like, this is the... People don't talk this way, but you wish that they did. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So, Sally declares, we're just going to be friends. And here's our, like, inciting, like... Jab. Knife stab to the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Like, this is it. Harry responds with men and women can't be friends because the sex gets in the way. And seriously, this is just great dialogue. I'm not even going to, like, try to attempt to... Just watch it. Repeat it. Yeah. If you've seen it, you know what they're talking about. If you haven't seen it, stop listening! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, guess we're not going to be friends then. Shame. You're the only person I knew in New York. And then she drives off. Yep, and they arrive in New York. We have another 
elderly people transition and they say their okay they say their goodbyes transition five years later yes five years later at the airport you can tell by the time like the time period based on her hair mm-hmm I loved that and his hair actually they did a good job of making it like you were saying they did a very good job of making it balanced oh yeah like the first time you meet her in 77 they're particular. Like, they did the, the blue eyeshadow that was very prevalent, the knee-high socks, like... And the, the swoopy, mm-hmm. fair faucet hair. Yep. Yeah, and, like, this was, like, the Dorothy Hamill hair yes. in the in the <laughs> early 80s. <laughs> Before she went a little nutty in the skating competition. Okay, so we're at the airport, and we see Sally kissing someone named Joe. I also liked the balance that this is the way that they set it up. As they, like, reintroduce. When she first meets Harry, he's making out with her friend. And then when he re-meets her, she's making out with his friend or mm-hmm. colleague or whatever. Very good catch there, Ashley. Thank you. So, yeah, Harry runs into them. He says, oh, hey, Joe, I thought it was you, blah, blah, blah. And they introduce Sally. And then he leaves and she's like, thank God he didn't recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst human being in existence. <laughs> Hey, I felt the same way about Sam. <laughs> um, I really did. I thought he was an asshole. I mean, he's still an asshole, but he's my asshole. Oh, <laughs> too cute. <laughs> That's going in our vows. <laughs> oh, don't cry. <laughs> um, well, that it did go in our vows. I'm sorry. This is this is post wedding. Yes, <laughs> the wedding has happened. You're married. You're no longer who you used to be. I'm pretty sure I'm still the same person. <laughs> Joe Joe says I love you to Sally and she's like I love you too. Whatever. Okay. So <laughs> it's not important. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not a, Harry it's, or Sally. It's a little important cuz um Harry and Sally are on the same flight and he guesses how long her and Joe have been going out that they've only been going out for 3 months right now. That's the important part. Yes. Is her and Joe have just got together right here. Though I think it's I love the plane scene. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the mo- like the beginning of the movie Strictly, like, really find this scene because Billy Crystal is great. Because she goes to order Mm -hmm. her drink, her Bloody Mary drink, and he's, like, he, like, looks at her at first when he first sits down and gives her this look and then, like, leans in and, like, I know this person, kind of. And then she starts doing her order and she's just like, I just want, I want a lot of tomato juice and then I just want a splash Mm -hmm. of Bloody Mary mix. And I mean, like, a splash, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she keeps going and he just, like, leans up and has this, like, really... He just, like, creeps in out (laughs) of nowhere. Like, literally out of nowhere, you just see his face, like, pop up behind (laughs) her shoulder. And he has that... The Grinch, the cartoon Grinch, the Grinch grin, mm-hmm. with like that, like knowing kind of sarcastic, smartass grin. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. The only important thing to note in this scene on the airplane is that Harry has now fallen in love and is getting married to a woman named Helen. And he also discusses the rule that he has the, the like leaving after you sleep with a woman like how long do i have to hold her before i get up where his is like 30, 30 seconds. seconds and hers is all night <laughs> he's like somewhere between 30 seconds and all night something is going wrong he's like there's your problem yeah just, i don't have a problem yeah you do <laughs> good so outside of the plane in the airport the new airport harry amends his friend's rule 
that if people are in relationships with other people, that they can be friends. But she's like, I don't want anything to do with you. Bye. Yeah. And then he doesn't leave. He just continues to go on the little, like, walk trail. What mm-hmm. is that? The little the, the moving walkway. Yeah. <laughs> he just stands next to her, and she just, like, gives him this look of contempt, basically. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll just stop walking I'll just here. stop walking. You go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, five years later. Do we have, we have another old person transition, I think, right? Probably, definitely. Yeah. This is when she's out to lunch. Yeah, she's lunching with her friends. She Marie, has her 80s hair. Marie and Alice in her 80s hair. They're all their 80s hair. Yeah. Alice has got, like, one of those, like, Dr. Quinn buns. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but it's so true. Well, and Carrie Fisher has Carrie Fisher short. Yeah. Carrie art. Fisher's your best friend hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she made a good living. Yep. She was a ghostwriter, too. Probably yeah. learned some things from Nora Ephron. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's five years later. Sally has is telling her friends that her and Joe have just broken up. She doesn't say why. No. But, but they've broken up. And she's fine. Yeah. Guys. It's been a few days and she's fine. She's yes. fine. Fine. Guys. I'm fine. Fine. Uh, Marie tries to set her up. Marie has this Rolodex of guys. <laughs> yes. She carries it around. Yep. I love that. I love that she just reached down and grabbed this big huge Rolodex out. Yeah. But that's unsuccessful. Also, I think, like, her friends kind of freak her out about marriage, too. Because they're like, well, if you don't get married, you're going to die or something. Well, because they're making it more about, like, the actual physical. Because neither one of them are married yet. Alice is married. Yes. Okay. Marie is not married, but she's seeing a married man. Yes. But they have these different, like, views on marriage, and it's very stereotypical. This is something you have to do before you're 40, and if you don't, you'll be dead. Right now she's (laughs) 31, which is my age, currently. (laughs) You are not Meg Ryan. I am not Meg Ryan. (sighs) You are fine. You were in a safe space. It's okay. Just breathe it out. You know, once you get married, all my friends are going to be married. That's okay. All my friends are married. I, you know what people say to me when I say that to them? They say, maybe you should join the club. I wouldn't say that to you. And I'm like, why? Why? You don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Okay? But if I did, you wouldn't make fun of me either. No. Okay. <laughs> or unless you like came up with a really crazy stupid reason. I would tell you if you had a crazy stupid reason to get married. Oh, but that'd be fun though. <laughs> <laughs> what you you want me to sit you down and have my own mom moment? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened before. It's always you. Well, you're the married one now. <laughs> Justine, you are too young. Look at your pigtails. Do you see your pigtails? You are too young. It's because I look so cute. <laughs> you can't marry your pigtails, Justine. And they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I've got plenty of husbands. Yeah, you're good. Gail Garcia Bernal. John Cusack. John Cusack. Mine's just Eddie Redmayne. Ooh, Eddie Redmayne. I think he's like at boyfriend status right now. Okay. We're not married yet. <laughs> What about Darren? Darren Chris? No, he's too young for me. 
I love him and his tiny nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Ooh. Is Billy oh, Crystal your husband? Husband number one, Billy Joe Armstrong. What am I thinking? Oh, why did you forget that? How did I forget that? <sighs> okay. Next scene. Next scene, we're at a Giants football game. For whatever reason. Because that's what the dudes are doing. Uh, we're meeting uh, Harry. Harry's got a best friend named Jess. Was that his name? Jess is oh, his name. Oh, okay. Harry is getting divorced. divorced. That's really all there. It's a great monologue of him about the divorce. That's all I can say each scene. I was like, and then there's this great monologue. The end. Next scene. Uh, well, we have to talk about the fact that during throughout this monologue, they are also per- doing the wave. They are doing the wave. And Billy Crystal is doing the depressed wave. Robotic wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant writing, directing, acting, all of the above. Cinematography. Next, we are in a bookstore, and Sally's there with Marie, and Harry is there. Watching. <laughs> Watching. You know, I just noticed with this viewing, you know how Marie says there's someone staring at you with personal, uh, like, in in personal growth? growth? Yeah. Like, I always thought that was just the phrase that she says. No, that's their section. He's literally <laughs> in the personal growth <laughs> section, and I never noticed that before. And I've seen this movie a million times. Someone is watching you in personal, personal growth. growth. <laughs> like, that is just a brilliant line. <laughs> Good job, Carrie Fisher. Good job, Nora Ephron. Good job all around. Good job, everybody. everybody. <laughs> Gold stars. So they connect over breakups. The logical thing to do. Yeah, they walk in Washington Square Park. Yeah, they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, they go out to eat. They get lunch. Yeah, they get lunch. There's this whole, they do everything. They get lunch. She wants a family now. Yeah, they talk about each other's breakups throughout this montage. Or, yeah, it's a yeah. breakup montage where they talk and become friends. Mm-hmm. This is where they finally become friends. Yeah. She says she's fine again. I'm fine. I'm, I'm really, I really am over him. She says that a lot. She's reassuring herself. She's not. <laughs> More on that later. But yeah, they decide to be friends. Another old people interstitial, and then a uh, phone call montage of their single lives slash hanging out. The phone call, the split screen. They're on the phone call, split screen. Brilliant scene. Ah, <gasps> it's all timed out with the end of Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Ugh. They're watching the end of Casablanca. It's designed to look like they're in bed together, next to each other. Yeah. Like, with heads on shoulders. Talking to each other over the phone, watching the end of Casablanca. She learns what being high maintenance is. Spoiler, it's you. <laughs> Me? Not you. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> no, Sally. Sally is high maintenance. Well, he says that she's the worst kind. She's high maintenance who doesn't know that she's high maintenance. Right. Um, she's gonna go to bed. He's gonna stay up and moan for a while. <laughs> He's very depressed. He's like, I'll, I'll sit here, practice mansion press moaning. Yeah. Oh. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh. Uh. 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 I'm too uh, good at that. Uh, I'm gonna call you up one day. Uh. 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 Uh.
Do you want to go to that park we, me and Xander went to that we Snapchatted and we found a magical... Oh, what an amazing park. <laughs> I told my mom about that. I said, I found the place you guys should retire to. <laughs> There's a dog park. <laughs> For Puck. Because he'll still be alive. Puck's not new. He's still kicking. Still kicking. I mean, in a laying down, sleeping all day sort of way. I believe he has another year in him. Really? I believe it. You know, he did survive the winter. Yeah, I know. That's why I said he has another year in him. That's surprising <laughs> for a 16-year-old dog. He's going to do it. He's going to reach, I think he's going to reach 20. <laughs> that would surprise everybody, including his vet. Who's <laughs> like, we're not doing vaccines this year because he's not worth it. Okay, so we'll just keep feeding him fatty food because whatever, he's just going to enjoy. It's probably what's keeping him alive. My mom's <laughs> cooking him eggs every morning. Yes. <laughs> Sounds the preservatives. Legit. The preservatives. Yeah. Yeah. Good scene. They walk in the park. They talk about their sex dreams. Their recurring sex dreams. Oh, yeah. I thought this was funny. Well, I mean, like, I yeah. love how she, like, delivers <laughs> the line where she's like, I've had this reoccurring dream since I was 12. And this guy just walks in. Faceless guy. A faceless guy just walks in. And he just rips off my clothes. I was like, you go, Meg Ryan. And Billy Crystal's like, and then what? And that's, just, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. And she's like, I do vary. I do have variations of it. Of what? Of what I'm wearing. <laughs> it sounds very typical female dream. Basic white girl. Oh, you're saying Meg Ryan is basic? No, I'm saying Meg Ryan's character. Hmm. She's not, she slowly becomes not. She slowly opens up, mm-hmm. especially in that deli scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. <she> does. <laughs> wink. <laughs> I just say wink. It's a radio show. Um, they hang out at the museum. This brilliant piece of improv by Billy Crystal. We like today, we will talk like this. <laughs> Waiter, there is too much pepper in my papikash. <laughs> Waiter, there is too much pepper in my papikash. But I will be proud to partake of your pecan pie. But I will be proud to partake. But I will be proud. <laughs> but I will be proud. To partake. To partake. Of your pecan pie. Of your pecan pie. Pecan pie. <laughs> well, I love how, like, I love, I love how Miracle Max just randomly comes out within that conversation. What do you have? A hot date? <laughs> so yeah he asked her out to go to the movies and she's like "Ah, i'd love to but i have a date i didn't tell you he's like what that's great oh get out there have yourself a date and she's like you should really get out there too and he's like no no i would not i would not be good for anybody (laughs) um but he does in the next scene we see they're both talking about their terrible dates yeah how he apparently took a piece of her hair and used it as floss yeah after dinner her date her date and he went to this ethiopian restaurant with a woman and joked and she had no sense of humor how can you do that um and she and and meg ryan sally is like well it's gonna take us a little while to get back into it it may take us even longer to sleep with them he's like oh i slept with her (laughs) you slept with her how did you do that he doesn't care how awful the date is he will Going for the bang. Shebang, shebang. 
Next scene, uh, Harry and Jess are doing a little batting practice. In this scene, wonderful Billy Crystal had to bat left-handed. He switched it up so they could both be facing the camera. Whoa, interesting. He's super talented. <laughs> and he still hit the baseball. Uh-huh, the baseball. The baseball. Um, Jess doesn't really understand the relationship that Harry and Sally have. He's like, what? You're not sleeping with her and you're talking with her and you're telling her things? <laughs> telling her things you wouldn't tell me? Yeah. Harry is very comfortable telling Sally anything. I wonder why that is. Like, is why? This a friendship or relationship? It seems like a relationship like people of the same gender would have. Yeah. A friendship like you and I have. Yeah. A best friendship, if you were wondering that on the podcast, <laughs> listeners. Justine has made this very clear for the last, like, three weeks recently. <laughs> I'm like, we already knew that. You don't have to keep telling me that. <laughs> She's like, but the whole world needs to know. The whole world. <laughs> no, but I like to do that to, like, all people. I don't know what it is. I like to declare how I feel about them at all times, That's anytime. Good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> I try to, I'm like the complete opposite. I'm just like, ah, you people, if you, everyone should know. So yeah, where are we at? Deli! Oh, the deli. We played you the deli. You know all about the deli. Ugh. Pretty much, Sally tells him that he's a jerk to women. And he's like, what, they have a good time. And she's like, well, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> he's like, I know. <laughs> But how, how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> what are you saying? That they fake orgasm? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'll have what she's having. Ding, ding. There's apparently a sign in the deli. Yep. Now. Yep. And, uh... We should go... To New York? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can we go see Hamilton? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Okay. For Christmas. Yeah. Christmas in New York. That's what's up next. Christmas in New York. That's the movie? No, that's the the next part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Christmas in New York. Yeah, because we already talked about all that deli stuff. Yeah. Well, we played it for people. Yeah. Experience it. Go okay. back to the beginning and listen to that. Christmas in New York. Lovely Christmas stuff. And it's Christmas Eve. I mean, New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. There's a party. Well, they cut their Christmas tree, and they have a nice little bit of carrying the Christmas tree down the street together. There's Rockefeller Center. There's Rockefeller Center. There's a lot of different Christmassy B-roll around New York. Macy's, yeah. you know. Yeah, the typical stuff. New York Christmas, you know what it is. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's New Year's Eve. They go to a party. Yeah, they do some cheek-to-cheek -cheek dancing, because he shaved his face. It is my face. I say that a lot. You do. <laughs> You look so good without your beard. <laughs> I can see your face. It is my face. It is my face. It's such a perfect response. You know, it's not like a deflection it, of a compliment. Do you or... think that was written or do you think that was improv? I say that's improv. I think so too. There's that like little bit of a, oh, this is kind of sexual tension moment. Yeah, this is where Netflix got their stupid thing. Yeah, Netflix description that isn't this movie. They were thinking of that Justin Timberlake movie. That they were. Yep. They they have a kiss. A platonic kiss. Yeah. 
Um, and they also promise to get together next year for New Year's if they're, like, single. Yeah. They don't have a date, they'll go together. Yeah, because that's just how it was. They didn't have dates. They're not there, like, dating. They're, like, friend dating. I don't know. They're hanging out. They're having good times. They're spending time with one another. Yeah. It's, like, no pressure. None of that. Isn't that, like, the best kind of relationships? Yep. Where you, there's no, like, crazy pressure. You're getting married next week. Not next week, in two weeks. No. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Your face! <laughs> what? <laughs> what did my face do? <laughs> that sudden realization. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're after New Year's. Double date. The double date is cute. Yeah. They try to pair up each other with Marie and Jess, like Jess with Sally and Marie with Harry. Yeah. But they don't hit it off, and actually they do hit it off, Marie and Jess, with each other. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, they were so cute. Yeah. They were absolutely adorable with one another. They hit it off at dinner, and then they go, uh, they, they leave, and they're walking, and Sally pulls Marie aside, and Harry pulls Jess aside, and they're each like, you know, Marie is like, I really like that Jess guy. And Jess mm-hmm. is like, I really like Marie. And they're, and Harry and Sally both have like the s- similar mm-hmm. speeches about, oh, you shouldn't do this to, to Sally or Harry tonight. Like, you can just wait. Just wait yeah. a couple of days. And <laughs> they all like get back to their little foursome. And Jess is like, I'm done walking. I'm going to take a cab. And Marie's like, that sounds good. I'm going with you. And they and go they off together. bolt into a cab and speed off together, yeah. leaving, like, Harry and Sally in the dust. There was, like, a time warp effect on the them getting into the cab. It was like a, 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 a Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. Cab was, like, instantly there. Yeah. Which never happens. Well, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is, like, the first movie where we know everybody's names very well. All the characters. Yes! It's very established who is who, and their introductions are very easy to remember. And they don't just introduce one time, they introduce several different times. Mm-hmm. Like, you have the introduction of Marie and Jess to one another, and so that has a, a nice flow to it. And then you have the Hall- Sally and Harry get introduced three times in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. So you kind of, I mean, the movie is about them, and then the title has their names in it, but it was nice to have that repetition of of names and and really establish who is who instead of, well, you're on your own, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Four months later is the card that's next. Yes. They're buying gifts for Jess and Marie. Probably, I'm thinking, engagement gifts? It's moving in together, so like housewarming gifts, I thought. Yeah. Housewarming. Because I don't think they're engaged yet. I don't think they ever really establish when they're engaged, but maybe it is engagement housewarming. Um, First I was thinking engagement because they were at the Sherper image, but then they got a plant, which is more stereotypical housewarming. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because that's why, like, Harry wanted to go to Sharper image to get something cool for them, Mm -hmm. and she's like, we should have just gone to the plant store. (laughs) Yeah. It's housewarming. Get them a plant. Yeah. That's why I thought it was housewarming. Yeah. So, but at the Sharper Image, uh, they're checking out this karaoke machine, singing Surrey with the Fringe on top, and 
Helen is there. With her new boyfriend. Ira. No, it's the same guy that she left Terry for. Oh, it is? I'm like, 100%. Okay. I mean, I know they, I don't think they had ever said his name, what his name was, that just it was somebody that she worked with. I'm like, 99%. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a lawyer, and they were both wearing matching khaki. Ugh. Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. So, there's this really awkward interaction, which is amazingly performed. Performed. And the music is still playing. The yeah. cheery, upbeat Oklahoma music. <laughs> I love the scene because of, like, the silences and the music. Yeah. Amazing. Editing. <laughs> yes. The power. So good. It's so awkward. Harry gets upset. Oh, Harry gets upset. Yeah. This is the first time he'd seen Helen since their divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry is upset at Jess and Marie's place. Um, there's this ugly wagon wheel coffee table. Oh my god, it's horrible. That Jess and Marie are, like, fighting over. Well, Jess wants to keep it because it's his. Mm-hmm. And Marie's like, I don't want that. Yeah. Get that out of my house. So Harry, like, snaps at them about bickering, being like, listen, it's all gonna end in divorce anyway, so just, like, write down whose is what now. This is how me and Helen started. Yep. Sally's just being like, trying to calm him down. He's leaving, so she's like, he ran into Helen today. Outside, they fight some more. He yells at Sally about not sleeping with anybody and that she's not over Joe. Like, she's not, like, pretty much she's saying, you're not healthy if she's saying you're not, they're both like, you're not healthy. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's, he's trying, he's putting it on her by saying you're not over Joe, but when he internally is recognizing that he is also not over Helen yet. Mm -hmm. So he's pushing off his problems and emotions onto her while she is kind of, she's taking care of him in a fashion that kind of helps her forget Mm -hmm. about her problems. Yeah. So, you know, at the climax of the fight, though, he apologizes. Yeah. It's like, are you done? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then they hug it out. Yeah. I think, like I told Sam when we were watching the movie, I'm like, this is going in our vows. Every fight should end with a hug. My, like, core battery runs yeah. on hugs. On hugs? Mm-hmm. That's a good way. Your designers were very, very thoughtful. Mine runs on hockey. <laughs> what do you do the whole rest of the year? Die inside. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, next we cut a little ahead into the future, but undetermined amount, but we're playing Pictionary, and everybody's got dates. Including Sally and Harry. Yep, they're both dating new people. They both don't like the other person. Right. Oh, this famous baby fish mouth scene. (laughs) Sometimes on our show there is Pictionary, and seriously, last time... We played at one of the PAs when their rehearsal said baby fish mouth. And I was like, that person's seen when Harry met Sally. They are cool. (laughs) That person deserves a cookie. The end. My new best friend. Sorry, Matt. Leaving. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty much it to that. Just like, they're kind of. They're jealous. Jealous, protective. Defensive. Mm, Yeah. Like, oh. So-and-so and -and so-and-so. Both Jess and Marie are just like, stop it, get over this, break up with them and date Harry (laughs) or date Sally. Yeah. Because they both know. Oh, yeah. But that's how it always is in movies. Yeah. And in life, actually. Um, the next scene, Sally calls up Harry and she's crying. She says, can you come over? She is deeply upset. Yeah, so he rushes over 
and we learn that Joe is getting married. So yeah, she's not over him. <laughs> no, she's not over him, and she's really upset because she's like, he's dating his secretary that she met at work, and 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 they've only been seeing each other for three months, and he's getting married, and he didn't. He said he never wanted to get married, but. He just didn't want to marry me. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. No, yeah. It's very upsetting. Oh, you just want to hug Meg Ryan. Like, she did so great with this scene, especially with the tissues. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my God. And Billy Crystal, like, his face. Yeah. He's, like, concerned, but... And, like, when she blows her snot into his sweater, he's yeah. like, Hillary, I didn't need this. <laughs> that wasn't my favorite or anything. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of heartbreaking when you break up with someone and then they get married a little bit. I mean, kind of, depending on how close you were to that person. How long? Yeah, and especially in her case where she's like, I want to get married. Well, I don't, you know, and it was like the reason for their breakup. Yeah, because she wanted to be married and she wanted to have a family. And yeah. She never thought that she wanted those things, but then she really did. It's a bit heart-stabby. Yeah. Um, so Harry is there to comfort her, and he comforts her with some kisses. And then with some sex. Yeah, 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 they, they sleep together. And he... (laughs) That shot is amazing. (laughs) Just with her, like, all, her hair all tousled and and on his chest. she's so smiling, and then the camera pulls out, and you see his face. And it's just eyes wide and just not know what to do. He's just like, oh god, oh god, what have I done? (laughs) Amazing. Um, their, their post doing it is very awkward. She's like, do you want a drink? Do you want this? You want? And he's just like, I'm fine. <laughs> what did we do? What did we do? What did we do? What what, did we do? Where do we go from here? And she's like, do you want to just sleep? Actually, she's like, do you want to just sleep? Yeah. Because she's very, like, euphoric. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, understandable. She got it good. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly. I would assume so. Ah, oh, that must have been awkward, where he's like, I've heard this before. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, that would have been a really funny scene. Yeah. Oh, that would have been funny. Meg Ryan would have never done it. That should have been, like, a post-credit scene. Yeah. I don't, yeah, Meg Ryan probably would have never done it, but, oh, that would have been so funny. Okay. So Harry leaves in the morning. It's very tense. He says he'll call her later, but she's just very concerned and upset that, like, he didn't wake her up, that, like, they didn't wake up together. He's yeah. already pu- fully dressed and is just like, okay, I'm leaving. Well, he also says that he wants to take her out to dinner. Yeah. So I think they both were panicking over nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they immediately both call Marie and Jess. Which is another great split-screen scene. Yeah. They're like, it was good, but then it wasn't. It was weird. Ugh, what do we do? This was- whole scene had to have been orchestrated perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because it's... Three separate shots, Mm -hmm. and the dialogue, it interacts with one another, Mm -hmm. almost. But they had to have been in one perfect take. Yeah. Because they couldn't do any cuts. Correct. It was great. Beautifully choreographed. Yes. Absolutely wonderful. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) It was, they, they both think it, they have little thinking moments where they think it was a mistake. Yeah. So they're both thinking the same thing. They're both having the same feelings. It's not like somebody took advantage of the other person. No, they're both panicking because they're afraid that they're 
each going to get rejected in a way. Mm-hmm. Or, or that... Or that they broke the friendship. Yeah. Which I think is... A, is yeah, this is the point where you need to, like, talk about things. Yeah. Talk yeah. about your feelings. Which they've been doing yeah. for the last, what, five years? Insert feelings here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they meet for awkward dinner. It was uncomfortable silence. Um, she says it was a mistake, and he's like, I'm so relieved you said that. Which she was kind of like, what? <laughs> she was, ho- like, they were both thinking it, but that's not what they wanted. Yeah. They just, they thought that that's what one, each other wanted, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So because it, it, like, negates their whole agreement. Yes. Their whole, like, friendship agreement. Yeah. But yeah, so then... They'd stop talking. Yeah. Harry has a couple scenes by himself with Jess where he's kind of, like, fixated on the sex of, like, what went wrong. He just, it seems like he can't get over figuring out what went wrong. Well, that's, like, the, it's very much the guy's point of view of, oh, I must have done something wrong, what did I do, what, what didn't I do right, like, how did I break, (laughs) did I break her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what did I do? Yeah, because, yeah, they're not talking now. Yeah. Sally is with Marie, who's getting her wedding dress fitted. And she's eating M&M's. Yeah, she's pounding those M&M's. Yeah, she is. (laughs) She's like, so is Harry bringing someone to the wedding? (laughs) (laughs) here let me take that whole bag for you meg ryan (laughs) no it's mine (laughs) (laughs) then we're at the wedding the wedding between uh marie and and jess Jess. you like her wedding dress i thought it was cute i actually think her wedding dress is pretty hideous i think her headband is the most hideous. her head her headband sucks like her veil and everything that is the most hideous thing i've ever seen i liked her dress though i liked the little corsety thing I dislike it. It was very, okay, this this is why I like it, and you will understand. It is the Little Mermaid's wedding dress. I was dress. about to say, it looks like the dress in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> it's the same year. I know. Oh my god. It was like, that was the dress that year. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. So apparently it's been three weeks, because he says that was three weeks ago. Why mm-hmm. can't you just, like, get over it? Sally is being uptight about this fight um she's putting like all of the blame onto him he is you know trying to be like it's no big deal right well he's still he misses her yeah she hasn't felt she hasn't missed him yet she's just angry she's angry at herself and she's angry at him so because she's angry she's because she's angry at both of them together she is angry at him and taking it out on him. He he just wants to fix it, but doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't. He says, what does he say to her that causes her to slap him? Because that's what happens now. They're fighting. She, he says. He, he brings up Joe? Yes. He says, you couldn't get over, or you looked uh, oh. up at me with those oh. weepy eyes. And. And she says, so you took pity on me? Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> Slap. <laughs> he, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's another lovely scene. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where the whole thing was. Is just like the whole reasons behind the sex and. Is this the first time that we've actually seen some? Uh, uh, oh no, never mind. That was "Can't Buy Me Love." <laughs> because we've seen a man slap a woman. Yeah, punch a woman. Punch a woman. So now we need we need some some retribution. <laughs> So yeah, they fight, there's that toast at the wedding. Oh, I forgot to mention that the wedding scene is cute 
because they're each other's like maid of honor and groomsmen, so they're yeah. standing across from each other at the altar, and it's it's shot that way to like just show them. Yeah, you don't see Jess and uh, Marie that much. Yeah, and it's like this is the first time they've seen each other in three weeks. Yeah, and they're standing at the altar because <laughs> they're in love. Yeah, they just don't know it yet. Right. So then there's a toast at the wedding. From Jess being like, if either of us had found you guys remotely attractive, we wouldn't be here. To Sally and Harry. That's how that ends. Ends, yep. And then we've got some alone Christmas montaging. It's the same stuff they were doing at Christmas last year, but now they're doing it alone. Alone. Aww. Harry's calling her multiple times for forgiveness. Yeah, it's another montage of him calling. Mm Mm-hmm. Says he's sorry. Oh, so, um, the last time she picks up when mm-hmm. he's singing. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> she picks up. He's like, I'm sorry. And she says, I'm not your consolation prize. Oh, I loved that. So then that's that. And then, and then it's New Year's Eve. Which, again, they had the agreement mm-hmm. that if neither one of them were dating someone, they would meet each other for New Year's. Oh, yeah. He mentioned that on the phone. Like, oh, are you going to the, the party? We said we would go together, and she's just like, goodbye. Bye. Peace out. Yeah. He's all alone. He's watching TV, but he can't stop thinking of her. Yeah. He's narrating the movie at this point. <laughs> well, it's inner monologue. It is inner monologue again. They've done that before. Yeah, she's at the party with Marie and Jess. She's having a terrible time with this guy. That they, I guess, set her up with. Yeah. Harry is walking the city now, and then he starts recalling their relationship, their meeting, their friendship. It's just like we go back in time and see all the times that they met and connected over the years. The cutscenes. Their true love. Their true love. To believe. Yeah, and the dialogue of like men and women can't be friends. Friends, you're the only person I met. You're the only person I knew in New York. And then he starts. Running. Starts a running. I love Billy Crystal running. Yeah. He runs to the party. Yeah. It had to to be be you. (laughs) Frank. Yeah. Bring in the Frank. Yeah, good good classic music all throughout this movie. Oh, remember how much we hated Sinatra, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Shall I bring up the classic pal Joey again? (laughs) I don't think you need to. I know, I don't. I think you have. (laughs) Um, he runs to the party, he actually makes it to the party right before the countdown, which is amazing. She runs away. She's trying to leave the party, and he's like, I gotta talk to you, and then he has this big monologue of all the reasons why he loves her. He's like, I love you, you know? You realize you gotta, as soon as you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, you want your rest of your life to start right away. Yeah. So I ran right over here. I butchered it a little, but yeah. It was adorable. Yeah, and she's like... I hate you, Harry. Yeah. You say these things and it's impossible to hate you, but I hate you. I've said this to Sam multiple times. But she loves him. Yep. There is a fine line between love and hate. She loves him. And they kiss. And they talk about old Lang Syne. About being old friends. Yeah. And then... They're on the couch. The couch. They got married three months later. At a beautiful wedding. With a... Coconut cake. Big tiered coconut cake chocolate sauce on on the side. side. Because she loves things on the side. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not a man. It had to be you. Then we have Harry Connick Jr. 
and credits. I always like movies where you meet people at different times over the years. It's good. But they all pale in comparison to this one, The Ultimate. It's so cute. So cute. Perfect movie to watch, like, right before the wedding. Mmm. I'm glad Sam really liked it. I knew he would, but I'm glad he really liked it. He's like, it's my favorite movie now. (laughs) We've taught you well. Um, But yeah, I feel like we briefly touched upon the movie. Watch it again. Rewatch it. Watch it multiple times. It's not currently on Netflix streaming, although it has been in the past. Maybe they'll bring it back. We watched it on Prime streaming. Yep. If you got Amazon Prime, you can watch it there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Do you have a rating for this film, Ashley? Would you like to rate this film? I do have a rating, but I don't have a thing yet. I'm going to give it five University of Chicago stickers. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie five pecan pies. <laughs> pecan pies. Pecan pies. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Okay, uh, next week... We are watching 1990s. We're in the 90s. Ah! Can you believe this was our last film of the 80s? 80s have been wonderful. I know. They were really good. Really good. Most of it, because half the movies we watched were essentials. Because seriously, rom-coms, 80s, boom, birth, and perfection. Yeah. They really figured out how to do shit in the 80s. So farewell to the 80s. Maybe we'll do a revisit. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's possible. But 1990s, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Mm-mm. Walking down the street, Pretty Woman. Mm-mm. Girl, I'd like to meet Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember the rest. Do listen to it. Please do. Um, I've we got- will have a special guest. It's monumental, though. You, Everyone should listen to it. <laughs> we, we may have broken the mold. <laughs> Okay, I've got a bunch of thank yous, because our internets were hopping. Uh, thank you to Helen of the Falling in Love Montage Podcast, Nicole of Critical Crop Top, Sam, Wendy of the Los Angeles Post-Production Group, Evelyn, who watched The Princess Bride with us. Yes, she did. Uh, Jennifer P., my mama, Mama Jandron. And thank you to Mikey and Leah. Leah's Movie Lowdown. Leah's Movie Lowdown. Thank you. So many, so much love. I know, right? My heart is exploding. I'm making a heart out of my... Your hair elastic? Yeah. It's like a butt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so to get in on the action where we are, you can listen and download our episodes at thecutaways.com. Please leave us comments and rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. That's where you can hear everything. 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 Uh, We're also on Facebook and Twitter as Cutaways Podcast. Podcasts. Podcasts. Not podcasts. 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 Uh, Yeah, it's good, 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 good times. Go watch When Harry Met Sally. And love it. Love it. Live it. Beautiful. Cry. Yep. See you next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.